Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. <clears throat> Hope y'all are doing good, doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of the day it is for y'all. I appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I try and use it wisely. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast, thank you so much. It has, it's growing. And, uh, and I know it's because so many of y'all are willing to share it with other people. So thank you. We're going to forgo one of our little walks simply because this is the way it fell. And I apologize because I've gotten quite a bit of feedback from you all about how much you like the background and our our walks down the dirt road. But we need to get this done, and, and this is where it fell. So this is where we're going to do it. So it's going to be kind of quiet and a little bit different in the background, and I apologize. We're going to talk about, we're going to, it's, it's, kind of continuing what we were talking about last time with Ben Franklin. But I'm going to bring in some other quotes from some of our founders. And the point is foundation. Anytime, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a couple quotes out of the Founders Bible and Patriots Bible, and also God and Country Encyclopedia. And you can find a number of these online, folks. It's, these are not the only sources by any means. These are just the ones that I use and that I recommend strongly for any of y'all to have in your own homes or really wherever you work, anything else. And so I, I probably will say a little bit, step on the toes of a couple of these quotes, but a foundation in a building determines everything else. If the foundation is weak or wrong, then so too is the building. And it can happen a couple different ways. The foundation can be built improperly to start with, or you can have some foreign substance come in. You're talking about a building, whether it's parent beam or slab or whatever you're talking about, the foundation comes in, some foreign substance comes in and starts to weaken, destroy that foundation. And the only way to save that building is to fix the foundation. And depending on how long it's gone, that can be an extremely, as some of y'all I'm sure, well-known, costly venture. Uh, I have a good friend that told me, working in construction one time, the company he worked for had miscalculated or mismeasured or something, the foundation, and didn't realize it until the concrete was poured and set and everything else. And had to go back and make some not insignificant changes, and it was very costly. And that's kind of where we are today, folks. We're there with individually for a lot of us. We're there absolutely foundationally in our marriages. 
for a lot of us, and without doubt, our country, states, communities, countries, a lot of our institutions, education, prime in my, as you all well know if you've been listening to the podcast, absolutely prime among the different institutions, but they're multiple from things like the Boy Scouts of America to our military and everything in between. So today, if you listen to culture, media, the left, in any situation, they're going to tell you that America is a secular country, at best, if they're just kind of semi, they want to pretend at being honest, they'll tell you that, well, it was based on some kind of God, but we don't know what kind, just some random deity. So we're going to read through some quotes of our actual founders instead of the people talking today that, as you'll see, I think as most of y'all see by the end of each podcast, we're either grossly ignorant today or are being really malevolent with some pretty bad intentions. I'm going to go back and read one that we read last episode just because it was so good. And this is that excerpt from Benjamin Franklin, the speech he gave before the Constitutional Convention that really saved the convention. We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. He was quoting the Bible. Absolutely true. If we don't have the teachings of Jesus Christ at the heart of our public institutions and country, there's no point. You know, again, as Franklin said, we'll succeed just like the builders of Babel, which they didn't succeed. If you're unfamiliar with that story, men had decided to build a tower to heaven and God came in and confused their language and then they never finished it. And it just fell into disrepair. And that's without doubt, what will happen. Another thing that really just shows how dishonest the argument or ignorant the argument is about this being a secular country or, I guess, a deist country. I'm not really sure that's how you would say it, folks, but that's what I'm going to use today at least. And this is out of America's God and Country. Following the historical address, James Madison, that's following Franklin's address, James Madison made a motion which was seconded by Robert Sh- Rogers Sherman of Connecticut that Dr. Franklin's appeal for prayer be enacted. Edmund Jennings Randolph of Virginia followed with a further motion that a sermon be preached at the request of the convention on the 4th of July, the anniversary of independence, and thenceforward prayers used in ye convention every morning. Little side note here, ever since this, prayers have opened both houses of Congress. Uh, This wasn't to Allah. This wasn't to gods from Hinduism or Buddhism or Mother Nature or anywhere else. This was a a direct plea to God the Father of Jesus Christ. Uh, The statements, the words are very clear. And this was at one of our darkest moments during a crisis, uh, the constitutional crisis. It seems beyond absurd 
to listen to this and then jump to the conclusion that our founders created this country on anything other than faith in God and Jesus Christ. It's a great point. I, I try and bring this up often is you don't have to be Christian in order to be American. Our founders firmly believed in freedom of conscience, religion, uh, believe in God, don't believe in God, believe in whatever God you want to believe in. But they also equally firmly knew that if we did not have a moral and religious people, and we're going to read through a couple of these quotes in a minute, that followed the teachings of Christ, it was all over with. This was whistling in the wind, so to speak. So, this is a quote from George Washington. Of all the dispositions and habits which lead to political prosperity, religion and morality are indispensable supports. Founder of the country, again, father of the country. What do you have to have? Religion and morality falls right in line with John Adams' comment that our constitution, our form of government, a republic, a constitutional republic, not a democracy, was only fit for a moral and religious people because you have to be able to control yourself in order to enjoy liberty and freedom in a republic. And I, I meant to start this back at the beginning a little more directly, but I'll throw it in here and, and maybe kind of sprinkle it throughout. Our marriages today that are falling apart at seemingly an exponential rate, uh, a lot of people don't even get married anymore. Why? Well, because there's no foundation. Uh, we're, we want to do what we want to do in every conceivable manner, whether that's pretend that we're a woman when we're a man or pretend we're a man when we're a woman or have a man sleep with another man or a woman sleep with another woman. We've completely rejected God's commands on marriage and sex. That's the truth. That's the foundation. And so you reject that and it what happens? It falls apart. And, and really, there it's clear too, folks. Y'all see it. I, I, I know many of y'all can probably see this in your own life. I certainly can. When we allow, kind of like I talked about at the beginning, the foreign substance, when we allow other things to creep in and take over that energy and time and, and even money to a certain extent, but particularly energy and time that we ought to be given to our spouse and we start to give it to other things, you know, we put all this focus on our kids and we let our own health suffer. We let our marriage suffer, our relationship with our spouse. We go traveling all over the country, which today is no small feat based on the price of gas. We put all this energy and effort out there on other things, and, and then we look up one day, if our brain ever kicks in, and our marriage is just a debacle. And we want to look around and find somebody to commiserate with and be like, I just don't understand what happened. Which is either lying to ourselves or lying to other people. It's blatantly obvious what happened. And it's the same with our country. We have completely rejected God's commands and our foundation on His. And, and now we want, to, we want to come up with every other possible solution. Well, we need more money. It's like in education, right? We need, we need to pay teachers more. We need better buildings. We need better textbooks. 
Uh, we need longer days. If we just, <coughs> excuse me, if we just kept the kids longer, that didn't do the trick. N- no, folks, no. None of that's true. In fact, most of it is exactly the opposite of the truth. We keep the kids too long. We test them too often. Mainly, we've taken God out of the center of education, our founding principles. We don't teach our kids any of this. Ask your kids about any of these quotes, and and let me know if one single one of your kids knows one single quote. Be shocking. Be shocking. John Adams, use him quite often. It is religion and morality alone which can establish the principles upon which freedom can securely stand. The only foundation of a free constitution is pure virtue. We don't have it today, folks, virtue as a, as a people, as a whole. Uh, we've pretended like that doesn't matter. You know, if we can just make really smart financial decisions, we'll be okay. We don't have to be a moral people. Well, folks, I hate to break it to you, but... You can't really, long term, you can't make good financial decisions without morality. You can't make good military decisions, good foreign policy decisions without morality. Not long term. Short term gain, which is what we see constantly with communism and socialism, any kind of totalitarianism, uh, most of the Muslim countries that we see uh, across the board. Europe right now, for the last, what, 50, 60, 70 years, maybe longer than that, more like 80. James Otis, leader of the Sons of Liberty, was a mentor for John Hancock and Samuel Adams. Has government any solid foundation, any chief cornerstone? I think it has an everlasting foundation in the unchangeable will of God. The sum of my argument is that civil government is of God. Great point hidden in there, folks. Unchangeable will of God. See, the problem today is when we start to focus on the changing political whims of men. So up until 72, 73, homosexuality was considered a mental illness, which it is. Well, then we changed that because we, we wanted to do what we wanted to do. And so we rejected God's commands there. And let's, I mean, we're going to be honest and fair. No fault divorce predated that. That led into everything else because if you're going to pretend that you can divorce for whatever reason you want and nobody's at fault, well, then you can pretend that you're a man that likes to sleep with other men and that's okay. Or you can pretend that you're a woman when you're a man and win a national championship in the NCAA because you're obviously a woman because you say you are. Biology, X and Y chromosomes, that doesn't mean anything. It's the way we feel. Well, Otis and our founders knew a long time ago you, you couldn't have anything Solid unless it was based on the unchangeable will of God. Benjamin Rush, who we use often here, and and I like more every time we dig into it, 
The only foundation for a useful education in a republic is to be laid in religion. Without this, there can be no virtue, and without virtue, there can be no liberty, and liberty is the object and life of all republican governments. All goes back to culture and education, folks. We have a fight coming, uh, unless by some miracle of God, he, he changes the goalposts or something. Uh, and it's going to be ugly beyond comprehension. It's going to make everything since World War II seem insignificant. Certainly, uh, Russia and Ukraine aren't even beginning to scrape the barrel of what we're going to do to ourselves here. With the notable exception, folks, the other alternative is just to go quietly into the darkness and submit to the oppression and tyranny of the godless left on all these different issues. And you say, well, what issues? Because I haven't mentioned it in a while. Well, rejection of God right here that we're talking about primarily on our institutions, our foundation, our public life, not merely our private life. Abortion, slaughtering tens of millions of babies just in the last 50 years. Uh, LGBTQ movement, which we're seeing the disastrous results of today in education. You can look at Florida and NCAA championships, right? Uh, Feminism, which has absolutely led the charge in the destruction of the home and marriages, pretending that men and women are interchangeable and that our roles are the same instead of different, as God clearly outlines, and our country knew. Uh, Flooding the country with illegal immigrants. I I have no idea, folks. I have not 100% open here. Have not checked this article, but something just came across the ticker this morning that we were now giving criminals that broke into our country free phones. So you're paying more and more at the gas pump and the grocery store, and we're taking your money to give to people criminals and terrorists breaking into the country. Nothing Christian or from our foundation about that. Communism, socialism, bigotry, the CRT, critical race theory that's pushed in education now, revisionist history that's also pushed in education. This is why, as I said earlier, if you ask your kids about any of these quotes, if they have heard them, it's in passing. It's certainly not like we talk about so often here, muscle memoried. I know that's not correct, but I'm going to use it here. Into the mind so that they can recall it when somebody tries to tell them otherwise. Education has to be laid on. And when Benjamin Rush is talking here, folks, make no mistake, he's talking about Christianity. Different denominations of Christianity, sure, absolutely. But Christianity, not Islam, not Buddhism, Hinduism, atheism, deism, God the Father of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit. That's what he's talking about. And to say otherwise is just dishonest or ignorant. Daniel Webster, the Christian religion, its general principles, must ever be regarded among us as the foundation of civil society. 
I didn't realize what time it was, folks, and that really seems like it pretty much sums it up. I don't, I don't really feel like there's much else that I could add to that clear, concise statement. We're a Christian republic. We were founded that way. Have we always acted according to the principles of Christ? No, but it's, it's when we have not. Those are when our problems, those are why we have problems today. And C.S. Lewis that we've talked about on here before, you know, he made the comment, when you find out you're going the wrong direction, the, the quickest and only way to correct the issue is to turn around and go back until you get to the road where you can get on the right path. It's pretty painful to turn around, folks, a lot of times. It was painful in the Civil War. It was painful in the Revolution. It was painful in World War I and II. There's no real logical reason to assume that it's not going to be painful now unless we just keep going down the road. And then that's going to be even worse, folks. If you don't realize that, going toward USSR, Stalinist Russia, Maoist China, Nazi Germany, that's going to be far more painful. At any rate, I'm sorry we didn't get to go for one of our walks today. I really look forward to those, although I, I look forward to this just as much, just getting to talk to y'all. So thank you for giving me a little bit of your time. Thank you for your listening ear and patience. God bless y'all. God bless your families. I hope that y'all are all doing well. God bless America. Wherever you get the chance, spread the truth. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.